0: Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday presented, of course, by DraftKings. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman. Almost all of you know that, right? Five teams, seven years, including the Washington football team that played very well last night. We'll get to that momentarily. I think I said we're presented by DraftKings. If I didn't, we are. It's going to be an awesome week because I'm giving away not one. Not two, but three Madden codes. You know why? Because before you guys get inundated with Black Friday deals or go holiday shopping, I want three of you to be able to give somebody a free Madden code for the holidays. So just rate and review the show on any of the podcast apps. And in fact, I'll give you a little sneak preview here. If you rate and review more than one show, you got a great chance to be the spread the word winner and get a Madden code. Then we've got the sponsor confirmation email winner. Take advantage of any of them. Get some Raycon earbuds for somebody for the holidays. You know, get Simply Safe security system for your family. Take advantage of the free code at Symbol and just get the free $500 or whatever they're giving out on the stock market for sports. It's that easy. Or you want to talk about easy. Just go to YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Hit the thumbs up button. And then after you hit the thumbs up button, you go ahead and you make a comment on any video with the console of your choice. Heck, you can add in there why you deserve to be the winner. And I read them. I see every YouTube comment. Try to respond to some of them if I can. And you can be a winner. I'm giving away three Madden codes this week I got codes I got codes in different area code eh, it doesn't really work patron of the day Dave Garrett last patron we I think we've gone on a run of like five weeks where I've had a different patron patreon.com slash RT media sign up because they probably because they want the even money bets But come for the even money bets. Stay for the Tuckheads private Slack channel family. I was up four units in week 10 yet again. It's Big Show time. The Big
1: Show. All right, Ross, we'll start with last night's game where the Washington Commanders took down the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles at the link, 31-21.
0: All right, so Jack, let's start with the food. Because it was very impressive what the Eagles did in the press box last night. First of all, they always have the side table, which I love, with Philly pretzels and spicy mustard. Philly soft pretzels, spicy mustard. But then they had these desserts. They're called Party Brookie Killer Brownies. Never had them before. Delicious. Absolutely delicious. Then you go right down the line. They had a nice kale Caesar salad. Then they had hoagies. They always do Italian hoagie, turkey hoagie. Then they had an unbelievable entree set up. You had brisket filled pierogies. Then you had porchetta, which is delicious. Then you had what I had a bunch of which is the crab cakes. Then you had butternut squash ravioli. I don't know how healthy they are, but that sounds healthy, right? Squash like a vegetable. It was an A-plus performance by the Eagles in the press box. Absolutely delicious. I had part of everything. Unfortunately for Eagles fans, that performance did not carry over onto the field. Here's what I want to say, Jack, about the commanders last night. This is what I love about the sport of football. That's what I love about athletics in general, but football in particular. For the most part, you get what you deserve. You have to earn it every time you go inside those white lines. No one is going to give it to you. Nobody. The Eagles can't just show up and win again. The commanders had a terrific plan. Think about how many people are on NFL staff. It's like hundreds of people. Think about the amount of hours they put in. The commanders had an awesome plan. They went out. They executed it almost flawlessly. And they did what almost no one thought they could do. They beat the Eagles up and down the field in primetime on Monday Night Football. And as a former player, I love that. That's why you play the games. Because it doesn't matter what the spread is. We talk about even money podcasts. You still got to go out there and you got to earn it. And that's exactly what the commanders did. And exactly what the Eagles didn't. And like I said earlier, you get what you deserve for the most part. In the NFL. I mean, Jack, they marched up and down the field. And the thing is, it could have gotten out of hand for the commanders. You know, Josh Sweat had that strip sack for the Eagles early. And that led to the Jalen Hurts touchdown. You thought, oh boy, here we go. Here go the Eagles. But then the commanders possessed the ball. At some point, it was like 33 minutes time of possession for the commanders to seven for the Eagles. The Commanders ran it, ran it, ran it, converted almost every third down. Were they like 12 of 14 on third down at some point? I've never even seen anything like that. But even then, they're up 7-7. The Eagles pass the ball down the field. They have an awesome jump pass by Jalen Hurts. Nice call by Shane Steichen. they go up 14-7. But Washington... Continue to possess the ball. They got a field goal the next time. Then, um, Jalen Hurts threw an interception. It went through AJ Brown's hands, but it still was a throw he probably shouldn't make with the middle of the field safety. So then the commanders just ran the ball right down the throat for a touchdown 17 14. They got a 58 yard field goal into the half. 20-14, to 14, another time that like those points came back to be big. That end of the half field goal came back to be big. Then Heineke threw a bomb to McLaurin. That led to another field goal. Finally, the Eagles throw the ball to Devontae Smith a bunch to get up for a touchdown, 23-21. Heineke did throw one up for grabs ball that Chauncey Gardner-Johnson got, and you thought, okay, you know, the Eagles scored a touchdown. Now they get the interception. Then you had one of the turning points of the game. Here's my thought on the Dallas Goddard face mask. Two different things, right? Number one, if you are the team that got dominated, like the Eagles, you can't really complain about the refs. Can't complain about the refs. I don't have a lot of tolerance for that when the other team deserved to win the other team was better. However, the NFL has to come up with something to be able to correct an absolutely egregious error like that. There's like 60 cameras at a Monday night football game. If everybody sees it, if my mom is texting me about it, you got to be able to fix that. Make everything challengeable. People say, oh, then the game will last forever. No, it won't. You only get two challenges. It can't last forever if you're only allowed to challenge two things and you lose a timeout if you're wrong. But at least it would give the NFL or the opposing coach the ability to fix and correct a very, very bad wrong because that should not have been a fumble. It should have been the Eagles ball at the 50. And then who knows what happens with the rest of the game. The NFL... Not having the ability to correct that is ridiculous. That said, the the Eagles didn't deserve to win anyway. I mean, they really didn't. I didn't like the Brandon Graham call late. Thought it was a terrific job by Heineke, um, you know, drawing the penalty, so to speak. I didn't like it, but letter of the law, it's probably the right call. I mean, he's down. Graham comes in. You know, if the rules are reversed, I think Eagles fans would want that to be called, right? So, I don't really have an issue there. Quez Watkins' fumble ended up being the biggest play of the game after that. Quez Watkins catches a deep post, and he gets up. St. Juice comes in, strips it from him. First time all year, the Eagles didn't win the turnover battle, and they lost. That's that's the way the sport goes. I'll also say this, by the way. Raycon earbuds, amazing. I wear them all the time. You know, I wasn't a big earbud guy until Raycon came into my life. This is what everybody wants and needs for the holidays. I mean, how rare is that? To know what people love. Everybody loves getting earbuds because everybody uses earbuds. You can find Raycon in stores now like Kohl's or Walmart. But let me tell you what. Right now, you're always going to get the best deal when you go to buyraycon.com slash Tucker. I just got another pair. This is what I give people for gifts because they're better than their competitors. They just are. You can't even see that they're in. I don't know why people want to have those things sticking out of their ears. Right now, go to buyraycon.com slash Tucker. Use code EARLYBF. To get 20% off site-wide, that's 20% off any Raycon product, which almost never happens, by the way, or save even bigger, get 30% off Raycon's exclusive holiday bundles. That's code EARLYBF at buyraycon.com slash Tucker for 20% off your Raycon purchase. Buyraycon.com slash Tucker. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. It's time for the all-important power rankings.
1: rankings. The worst team in the history of the NFL is... Number 32, the Houston Texans.
0: I mean, they've been hanging in the last couple games against the Eagles and the Giants. Two pretty good teams, so... I feel like they're not awful, and maybe they won't stay at 32. But right now, they're still probably the worst team.
1: Number 31, the Los Angeles Rams.
0: From defending Super Bowl champs, Jack, to 31. Now, they might be better when they get Stafford back, but I think they're going to lose Cooper Cup for a while. They can't really run the ball. They just got dominated by Colt McCoy and a Cardinals team that's not very good. I don't know. I mean, the Rams, I, I, I was going back and forth between the Rams and these next couple teams.
1: Number 30, Las Vegas Raiders.
0: Wow. Pretty stunning. Mark Davis came out with the vote of confidence. You know, here's the thing, Mark Davis. I'm okay with you saying that you support Josh McDaniels. I'm not okay with you saying he's doing an awesome job. What are you talking about? He's necessarily not doing an awesome job. They have two wins. They're my 30th ranked team. He's not doing an awesome job. Don't lie to your fans. Say, I'm disappointed in our start, but I believe in Josh McDaniels long term. Don't tell me he's doing an awesome job.
1: Number 29, the New Orleans Saints.
0: Well, what a disaster this season is for them, especially trading their first round pick. They got to go to Jameis. Dennis Allen says he's going to talk to the doctors. What are you talking about, Dennis? Jameis Winston's been active for like a month and the backup. So now you're going to talk to the doctors. What a cop out in my mind from Dennis Allen.
1: Number 28, the Carolina Panthers.
0: They're not that bad. They're not that bad with PJ Walker, unfortunately. He evidently has a high ankle sprain. So now he's out. Baker Mayfield's back in. And Donald's the quarterback. Just when it felt like the team was kind of playing pretty well around Walker for the most part.
1: Number 27, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Didn't
0: really move them up or down after that last performance against the Chiefs. But it was a credible performance by Jacksonville. You know, they had to settle for field goals. But to go on the road, look. They're not a terrible team. At least with them, I feel like you can you can see the light at the end of the tunnel on some level about the Jaguars and what they're doing right now.
1: Number 26, the Indianapolis Colts.
0: Moved up five spots, primarily because they know who they are. They're a team that needs to run the ball and have Matt Ryan be their starting quarterback and convert just enough third downs. And by the way, that looks like a pretty good formula against the team they play on Sunday, the
1: Philadelphia Eagles. Number 25, Pittsburgh Steelers.
0: It's amazing how much you move up teams based on getting one guy back. The Colts get Matt Ryan back, move him up a decent amount. The Steelers get T.J. Watt back, play much, much better. That was a pretty overall good performance by the Steelers.
1: Number 24, the Detroit Lions.
0: The Lions have won two in a row. When's the last time the Lions had a winning streak? And they have another winnable game coming up on Sunday. Kudos to Dan Campbell and the Lions finally getting a road win. You know, this is kind of what I thought they'd be able to do most of the year, is be in a lot of close games and actually win some of them. That's what they're doing now.
1: Number 23, Cleveland Browns.
0: They're lucky they're not lower. That was a disgraceful performance by the Browns. Coming off a bye to just get totally whipped up and down the field by the Dolphins, not not good. The Browns, now De- Deshaun Watson's able to practice for the first time now, and he's not that far away from being able to play.
1: Number 22, to Denver Broncos.
0: The only thing keeping them here... Is their defense? Their offense is begging me, begging me, to put them lower on this list, but their defense is keeping them here.
1: Number twenty-one, the Arizona Cardinals.
0: They are better on offense when Colt McCoy is in at quarterback. I'm not saying they should bench Kyler Murray. I am saying they should wait till Kyler Murray's a hundred percent with that hamstring. Because if he can't run, he is a liability. And Colt McCoy is pretty darn decent.
1: Number 20, the Atlanta Falcons.
0: Pretty bad performance by the Falcons against the Panthers. Uh, dropped them several spots. They've had some missed opportunities in recent weeks, and that was one of them.
1: Number 19, Chicago Bears.
0: This is mainly just fields this is mainly just based on Justin Fields. I, it's weird because I moved them up even though they lost again. And maybe that's just my loving what Justin Fields is doing. Because, But I don't know. I kind of feel like if they played the Falcons five times, I kind of feel like in a neutral site that with Fields they would win. Interestingly, they play the Falcons this week, except it's actually in Atlanta. Number 18, the Green Bay Packers. Moved up a bunch. Moved up a bunch because they actually ran the ball for the first time in a while. And Christian Watson looks like he's he's ready to finally contribute, which they desperately, desperately need. And, oh, they're going to bench Amari Rodgers for the rest of the year, which helps.
1: Number 17, Los Angeles Chargers.
0: You know, I watched that tape of their game last night. I actually thought they were decently impressive in a bunch of ways against the Niners. I was surprised that their defense hung in there as long as they did. But they lost Covington and another kid. They just keep getting beat up. That's that's the Chargers season is the same every year.
1: Number 16, the Washington Commanders.
0: Extremely impressive. They've now won four out of five. Their only loss was to a really good Vikings team that they were up double digits on in the fourth quarter. Ron Rivera can flat out coach. He is maximizing what they've got on that roster right now. And it's impressive. They're going to be in this thing until the end. And there's no way they're going to put Carson Wentz back in at this point unless Heineke really plays bad. They can't. Ron Rivera knows he would lose the team.
1: Number 15, the New York
0: Jets. Had a bye, so not much to say other than... Curious to see if they pick up where they left off with Zach Wilson playing pretty good in that last game against the Bills.
1: Number 14, the New England Patriots. They had a bye as well.
0: So that's interesting. Back-to-back buys for these two teams, and they play against each other. I guess that's fair.
1: Number 13, the Cincinnati Bengals.
0: I can't even remember. They had a bye too, right? Like, oh, no, they play Thursday night?
1: No, they had a bye week.
0: They had a buy. I'm like I'm losing track. Wow. Evidently 15 to 13 is where you want to be in my power rankings if you want to have a if you if you had a buy. By the way, how about this? How about me doing a promotion for my boy Damashek on the show? Are you kidding me? Ryan Shazier, when he wants to make something clear. Like when doctors told him he would never walk again after his horrible injury, he went back out there. Back out onto the football field. Because he is so strong-willed. I love Shazier. I love that he has a podcast called Don't Call It A Comeback. It's Shazier, former Pro Bowl linebacker, With Dave Damashek, who a lot of you know, it covers the greatest comeback stories from the past week in sports, like Albert Pujols' resurgence to join the seven hundred club. Major culture moments like Rihanna heading into this, headlining the Super Bowl halftime show. Absolutely love that Shazier and my boy Damashek a have a podcast. And be that I can promote it on my show. You go, Damashek, friend of the program. Follow Don't Call to come back on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, or listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app.
1: Number 12, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So that's back-to-back
0: wins for them. And they actually looked impressive doing it against the Seahawks, right? It wasn't like just a, a, a Brady drive at the end of the game. They, they were the better team in that game.
1: Number 11, Seattle Seahawks. What? But, Ross,
0: the Bucs just beat the Seahawks in a neutral site game. It wasn't Wichita, Kansas. It wasn't my backyard. It was actually Munich, Germany. How often does that happen? Jack, I always say on the show that my rankings are based on if the teams played a series of five games in a neutral site location. And literally the two teams next to each other, Seahawks and Bucks, just played one game neutral site. I saw enough from the Seahawks, though, in Geno Smith. I kind of think if they played five, the Seahawks would win three of them. But I don't know. It's close.
1: Number 10, the San Francisco 49ers.
0: Really impressive defensively. They wore down the Chargers. The best thing I think the Niners have going for them, Jack, is they know who and what they are.
1: Number nine, the Dallas Cowboys.
0: Really poor loss for the Cowboys. Really, really bad. Number one, you're up by two touchdowns. The first time the Cowboys have ever lost up two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. I think I saw a stat, Jack. They were 195 and 0, 195 and 0, and then they lost. So you just don't obviously see that very often. Then they hardly ever rushed Micah Parsons, just didn't like the way the Cowboys played that game.
1: Number eight, the New York Giants.
0: The G men. You know what? They keep finding a way to win. Brian Dayball can flat out coach, they're not getting very many style points. But you know what? Who cares? You know, when the Giants have really been good over the years, you know, Parcells and whatever, it hasn't really been style points. It's been finding a way to win that game that week and grind it out. And they kind of have their formula, right? Saquon, Lawrence, Leonard Williams. Impressive.
1: Number seven, the Tennessee Titans.
0: So the Titans – Kind of like the Giants. They sure as heck know who they are. I like these teams that might not have the greatest receivers or passing game, and yet they st- they know that. They, they know what they have, and they still find a way to win these games. It's impressive.
1: Number six, the Miami Dolphins.
0: Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, number six. And climbing. They beat that you-know-what of the Browns. And it wasn't just Tyreek Hill and Waddle and Tua in the passing game. They actually did it running the rock and playing D, which if they do that, they're as good as anybody. And they're going way up these charts.
1: Number five, the Baltimore Ravens.
0: Had a bye, so not much to say other than their last time out was a pretty impressive performance. Although, you know, who knows anymore against the Saints, right? I mean, that... It almost like it doesn't count if you have an impressive performance against the Saints after what we saw Pittsburgh just do to them.
1: Number four, the Buffalo Bills.
0: So the Bills, we all know that they're a good team. We all know that Josh Allen is a good player. You can't make those mistakes. You can't give up a 17-point lead. That's on the defense. You can't make the mistakes Josh Allen did. It's not enough for us to just know you're really talented. You have to actually find a way to to get the job done, and they haven't the last couple weeks.
1: Number three, the Minnesota Vikings.
0: The Vikings are like the opposite. And if you're a Vikings fan right now, you're not that far from Canada. Not that you need to be in Canada to get Labatt Blue Light. But go ahead and get some Labatt Blue Lights. I mean, you deserve it, Vikings fans, because your squad is playing very, very well. I mean, it's got to be – I know they're living on the edge, but it's got to be fun to see your team pull out all these games. You know what else is fun? Drinking Labatt Blue Light. There's no better way to watch your team on game day than with the pristine Canadian goodness of a cold Labatt Blue Light in hand. Celebrate the victory. Stock up. Be the MVP of your tailgate. Share a labat on game day with your crew. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer. Labat USA. Buffalo, New York.
1: Number two, Kansas City Chiefs.
0: So, the Chiefs, I thought long and hard about putting them one. I really did. But then you have to remember, like, they weren't that great against the Bills. They lost to the Colts. So I'm not knocking the Eagles down just based on one bad game, but we'll see because now absolutely the formula is out there for how to beat the Eagles. The Texans kind of did it or tried to do it, and then the commanders executed it. So that's exactly what the Colts are going to do. That's exactly what the Colts are going to come out and do. To this Eagles bunch, try to attack them physically, but the Chiefs with Kadarius Tony, he makes them scary, giving them another you know weapon like that for Andy Reid. Russ's number one team, which is totally meaningless, but it's fun and will get many of you incredibly annoyed, is the
1: Philadelphia Eagles. Number one.
0: Thought about moving them to number two, uh, below the Chiefs. Thought long and hard about that. On the drive home last night, I just, right now, I still think the Eagles are better. If they played five games somewhere, I think the Eagles would win more of them. But you never know. I mean, it, it's it's close between those two teams. It's not close between who we all need to support. We need to support Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, HumanHeadNYC.com, SteakHouseSports.com. Go-Bangles.com, Evergreen Economics, Vision Comics with an X, BackOfficeScheduler.com. As I said on the four-letter network radio last night, driving home from the game, don't fall for one of these other deals out there, for something that your loved one really doesn't need or even want. Give them something that has sentimental value, Give them something that shows them how much you love them and how much you care. Give them a story from MyFrontPageStory.com. Even Money will be posted a little bit later this morning. Steve Fezzik is back, coming off a really nice four-unit week for me. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.